The NASCAR Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, and get $100 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T. State restrictions apply. We're also brought to you by SGPN's Big Game Bingo. $57 SGPN gift card is up for grab for every bingo hit. We're also brought to you by SGPN's 57 Bets Challenge. You get $570 in cash and a $570 gift card to the winner of the props contest. Get all our contest info exclusively on the SGPN app. And if you're going to be out in Arizona for the big game, Make sure you go check out our live show, not ours, the SGP Big Shows at the Ainsworth. That's happening Thursday at 11 a.m. Go register today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash big game. Drivers, start your Wrap in and pull those belts up tight as the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presents the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. I'll wreck my mom to win a championship. I'll wreck your mom to win a championship. With all the news and the best bets for your NASCAR weekend. It refrains me from not beating the out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions. But since I'm on probation, I suppose that that's uh, improper to say as well. If you could talk about racing things, we could talk about racing things. Now, here are your hosts, Rod Gomez and Cody Zeeb. Because one thing there is no shortage of is the ability to talk racing things. It is the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He, as always, is Cody Zeeb. I am Rod Gomez, and we are excited because as we were signing off of last week, Cody decided to refresh his browser, and lo and behold, the betting gods gifted us with several more odds on which to place bets, and we are here today to speak on a lot of those that dropped uh, just last night, man, on a book that we'll tell you about later uh, offline. But yeah, we're excited to have these. Yeah, it's almost like even though we're not doing live shows just yet, uh, like the books were listening live because I'm pretty sure we complained about it on yesterday's show. And then, yeah, as we as we signed off, I, I kind of clicked refresh there just to see if there was anything new and shit started popping up and I got really excited and here we are. Talk about more bets for Daytona 500. They finally give us some good options. We got we got a lot of stuff to talk about. There's a lot of good things out there. They didn't just just give us a couple things. They flooded us with with plenty of great bets to to make right off right out of out of the gate. So I'm very happy. I'm very excited. I feel I feel like they were basically just well. But let's be honest though, Cody. All we've been doing for the last three months has been bitching about. Uh, having having odds, so they had to have listened to at least one of those shows. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, yeah, they they were like, oh, fine, all right, fine, fine. But what they finally ended up doing was opening up. I feel like they just had them sitting there, like you know, like when you forget to to hit send on a message and it, it pops yeah, up. Yeah, they were all typed up, just waiting, yeah. and somebody forgot to push enter. <laughs> sitting in the outbox forever, and you're like, oh, oh man, who forgot to? Ah, oh, all right, here you go. And all of a sudden, they all popped up. So. Um, yeah, man, it's this is exciting times to be living in as we as we inch ever so close to the uh, Daytona 500. Yeah, and unfortunately, I actually I have a, a real live situation where that happened to me just within the last week. I thought I clicked send on my invoice from last month to get paid from SGP, and then I'm like, gosh, why haven't I got paid yet? And then I looked, and still sitting in the draft box. So. Uh... <laughs> Make sure you click submit on your stuff, okay, people? <laughs> yeah, let this be a lesson to you freelancers. Make sure, I always, always make sure that you get that invoice sent in because your bosses won't pay you if they don't know they can't. They have to. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, no, I believe me. I, I learned that early on as well. <laughs> <laughs> I had it all ready to go. I'm, I was on top of it. I just yeah, got to 
Ugh, that's a med button gets you sometimes. Hell yeah, it does. Um, all right. Well, then so my my phone's been doing this thing where it'll it'll ask me uh, or it'll try to send something, and then about five minutes later it'll pop up and say, "Oh yeah, we couldn't send it this way. Do you want to send it another way?" And I'm like, "That. What if they Damn needed technology. that text in the five minutes that happened?" <laughs> oh <Like>, yeah. Because <laughs> uh, this wasn't a life or death situation. Right? Seriously, it wasn't like come get me. I'm about to get you know run over by a by a truck. <laughs> Thank God that wasn't going through. Anyway, uh, let's anyway. let's talk some racing stuff, <laughs> shall we? Uh, we are now almost in single digits for the Daytona 500. We are in the last throws of double digits, which means we are on the number 10 car. And Cody, as we've done so many times now over the course of uh, the offseason, give us the rundown on that famed 10 car. Yep, 10 days until Daytona. Uh, not quite as historic as the 11 car we talked about yesterday. Again, that was go back and listen to that little history lesson. If you missed it, that, uh, quite the rundown on, on the number 11 car there, but number 10 car holds its own 1,497 starts for the number 10 car 12 times. It's been in victory lane, 278 top 10 finishes, 12 pole positions. Um, the top driver that raced the number 10 car, as far as starts, is Bill Champion. I would not have guessed that had you given me that trivia. He raced a NASCAR from 1951 to 1976. Uh, he started 244 races in the number 10 car. Never won any races, four top fives, never led any laps either, uh, never sat on a pole. So another guy with a lot of starts that is uh, Ricky Rudd, though, the, the famous number 10, the Tide car, right? This was a car that was around a long time. Um, Ricky Rudd, one of the toughest dudes to ever race in NASCAR. And pro for good reason, they wouldn't allow this to happen these days. But he got in a wreck and suffered some, probably some type of concussion or something. And the next race showed up and they had to tape his eyes open to keep them open. And he completed the entire race with his eyes taped open and an open face helmet and all uh, crazy dude. But he's uh, a guy that should be getting into the Hall of Fame here soon. He was he's on the ballot, hasn't quite got in, but uh, but he should be going in soon. But 196 starts for him in the 10 car. Uh, six times he went to Victory lane, 69 top tens. Nice. nice. Led over a thousand laps in his career. Sat on the pole four times. Third place on the number 10 list. And. I didn't realize that she had this many starts in the number 10 car. Danica Patrick, 190 starts she made in the 10 car. She also drove the 7 car a little bit, if you remember. So she was in, I remember her being around a long time, but man, that's just, that's a lot of starts. So Danica Patrick, 190 starts, never made it to victory lane in the Cup Series, unfortunately. Seven top 10s. She did lead 64 laps in her career. Uh, sat on the pole one time. I believe that was a Daytona 500. I'm fair certain that was her one pole. Uh, Eric Amarola next up on the list, 180 starts. So he'll pass both Danica and Ricky Rudd this season as he's returned from his 35-second retirement um, <laughs> to, to continue to compete in the 10 car. Uh, but 180 starts for him in the 10, two wins, 17 top fives. He's led almost 800 laps in that car number, uh, sat on the pole three times. Johnny Benson Jr., 136 starts with a win. Scott Riggs, 133 starts. Derek Cope, 106 starts with two wins. And then it really falls off. Ken Bouchard is next with just 28 starts. Elmo Langley made some starts in this car number. Greg Sachs, Cale Yarbrough, Buddy Baker, Tiny Lund. A.J. Allmendinger has made five starts in the number 10 car. Bill Elliott actually started four races in the number 10 car. Uh, Jerry Nadeau. Uh, Bobby Labonte, another guy we've talked about, right? Famed in the 18 car. He made two starts in this number. Mike Wallace, Rusty's brother, two starts in the number 10. Dick Trickle made a start. Um, and then you go all the way down to the bottom of the list here. Jimmy Means made a start. Um, another one with a lot of guys that made one start. But 105 different drivers wow. have made at least one start in the NASCAR Cup Series. In the number 10 car, Ford uh, pretty much dominates this one. 811 starts. Chevy is second at 410. Pontiac, 190 races. Dodge is in there. 
Uh, then you got some of the some of the normals, right? You get down to Nash Motor Company, Hudson, Morris Garage, and one race started by Porsche Woo-hoo. in the NASCAR Cup Series in the number ten car. Um, so pretty cool, pretty cool thing there. Um, so yeah, another number again as we get into these lower numbers. These are the numbers that have been used a lot. Uh, not quite as many statistics as the number eleven car, of course, but number ten cars. It's definitely had its day. It's been around for a while. Almirola continue to race it this season, and then uh, who knows who's going to be in there? Whether it be next season or if Almirola comes back for one more uh, in twenty four, and then maybe in twenty five it's someone different. Um, and maybe Danica Patrick raced this number already, and we know that coming up through the Ford pipeline is Haley Deegan, right? Does she get in the ten car and bring back the the female racer in the in the field in the number ten? Be interesting to see where the where the ten car goes going forward. Wow, you know, and what's amazing to me is that what so the ten and the four right are are both open rides, and uh, I mean Jesus, it's it's going to be a whole different world. Big, big rides, yeah, next season. So. Um, crazy, crazy, crazy. But I, I'm so excited that by the time we crank back up on Monday, uh, we'll actually, no, I'm sorry, tomorrow. Shoot, we'll be in double digits tomorrow. Holy cow. Um, with your favorite digits, number. Yep, nine I tomorrow. mean, single digits. Jesus and Christ. nine is a, is a fame number, too. I don't have the stat, statistics right in front of me, but the Elliott family alone, right? Chase now, Bill back in the day. Uh, Bill had two stints in the number nine car where he drove with Evernham in the, in the Dodge car. And then back in the day um, with the Melling car, number nine, um, Casey Kane. And yeah, there's been a whole a load of guys in the number nine as well. Uh, so that'll be a fun one to talk about tomorrow. I do have two more pieces of, of NASCAR history. And these are kind of the tidbits that I want to keep, keep rolling with throughout the season once we, our countdown is done. But February 9th of 2001, it was announced that Kevin Harvick would drive the number 30 car um, the AOL car in seven races in 2001. And then in 2002, he would take over full time in that car. Number 30, it would be a, an additional car for the Richard Childress racing stable. Um, and then his 01 schedule was supposed to be March Atlanta race. Uh, then Texas, he's going to run the Coke 600 Sonoma, Chicago, the August Bristol race and September Richmond race. Unfortunately, uh, I believe nine days later, of course, Lost Dale Earnhardt and plans changed drastically. So instead of Kevin Harvick going into the number 30 car, the AOL America Online car, right? Um, he obviously jumped in the number three car at the that point, the second race of the season, changed the number to 29, um, and and hit the ground running and still in the series, obviously, as as he enters his final season here. So yeah, 22 seasons ago on this date, it was announced that he was going to go full time in 2022. Uh, before the unfortunate events of that Daytona 500 and shifted his timeline very drastically uh, to to him getting the ride there in 2001. Amazing how that one incident basically set a whole ton of things in motion, not the least of which obviously is uh, Kevin Harvick's career trajectory. I mean, that put it in a, in a gigantic swing up. So um, good on Kevin, though, to still be able to muscle through i mean that was an emotional ride to take over everybody there was a lot of criticism even for for wanting to put that car out there in the first place but you know kevin handled it well as a young driver and uh and i think even as an old driver he probably would uh would say that the the young kevin harvick actually managed that situation relatively well i wouldn't be i wouldn't be mad at it at all that's uh that's that's a tough spot to get thrust into for sure uh then my one last piece of history on this date february 9th 1987, Bill Elliott set the track record at Daytona um, with a qualifying lap of 210.364 miles an hour. Later on that season, he would go on to go 212.809 miles per hour in Talladega. uh, And that is what led to restrictor plates because he started going so fast the car was about to take off and they did not want to race airplanes. They wanted to race cars. Uh, and so that that's what led to the innovation that they had and, and the way that um, his brother Ernie uh, was a great forward engine builder and gave Bill so much speed. Um, and he actually was in the number nine Coors car that, that year. Um, but it, they got started to get so fast that, that it became unsafe, right? And the cars were, they had to put on the restrictor plates. Um, and that's what 
made super speedway racing what it is today where we see they don't use necessarily a restrictor plate anymore it's a tapered space or blah 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 but still restricted horsepower and whatnot because it got to the point where these cars were going so fast on these huge tracks that they had to do something to step in and then that the beginning of that stemmed from this date in 87 with elliot uh and then later on in the season when he when he hit the 212 at talladega that's when they decided uh yeah, we better we better stop this while we're ahead of the game. <laughs> so not that I would ever condone like just going balls out as much as humanly possible. It makes me wonder, had they How not would <laughs> we see two fifty? I mean, like is that you got what, it. I mean, that was eighty seven. That's yeah a lot of years ago. <laughs> yeah. And and then That's to me forty years ago. The question at that point would be like, what does that look like? I mean, what is what is yeah. what are forty cars, forty two cars at the time look like going damn near three hundred miles an hour around a, a two mile oval? Like, what does that look like? How freaking crazy are you to be able to to like get in the car and do something like that? I mean, I don't know, man. That that to me. And I, these were the days again before all the safety we have now, right? The open face helmets. They were. Can you imagine wearing an open-faced helmet? Well, these guys were crazy, right? They didn't have the safer barriers. These cars didn't. I mean, Hans you devices look weren't these a thing. cars now. Yeah. Yeah. And you, you look inside these cars now. They've got the Hans devices. These guys are strapped in there. So freaking good. Almost too good. You see the guys jerking the window net up before the race because the driver can't put it up himself from inside the car because it's that tight. Whereas you had Dale Earnhardt was hanging out the window, cleaning off the windshield one race back in the day. Just crazy how far it's come and, and how different things are. Obviously, we're thankful for the safety now. But uh, yeah, those those speeds led to uh, where we're at today with the the restrictor plate, super speedway style racing that we had these days. For better or for worse, I suppose. I mean, this is this is where we're at, and it gives us exciting Daytona 500s to bet on. Which, uh, which we can and we will. And we'll actually get to the odds and all of the bets after the break. Um, unless, of course, Cody, we want to continue to take a walk down history lane, um, which, I, you know, I don't care. I listen to it all damn day. I mean, I could talk about history all day, but I do have two quick, uh, two quick news items just to talk about fast. Travis Pastrana is going to run the Craftsman Truck Series race at Daytona on Friday. Obviously, He's run Xfinity before quite a bit. He's run some truck before, never been in a Cup Series car. There's no practice for the Daytona 500. So he's going to be expected to go out there in a cold car, basically, put down a qualifying lap that will hopefully lock him in. If that doesn't do it, then it's the next day or later that day, wherever the schedule is. He's got to race in the duels and try to race his way in. So even though the trucks are different, he is going to have that race on Friday in the trucks, feel out the draft a little bit, just get comfortable being back in a a heavy stock car like this uh, and get somewhat of practice and some familiarity with being out on the track. Um, and he'll be racing for Nice. So I think that's a, a good call by them to get Pastrana in a car or a truck in this scenario uh, just to get him some laps and and get him a little more comfortable as he goes out there to try and make the race. Well, I guess he's going to have to race the duel. Is the, I'll have to look. I think the duels might be before that even, but either way, It'll be good for him to get out there and get something in the car. Yep. Truck. Truck, car. We do this. We're going to do this all season long. We're going to keep saying truck, car. Yep. It's same difference. (laughs) And then the one other thing, big surprise here, right? We talked about it. AJ Allmendinger is going to run some Xfinity races in the number 10 car, the all-star for colleague. Not shocking. Guess where his first race is. Surprise. It's on a road course. He's going to race at Coda. Um, Again, only eligible to do five races so he will be limited to that i would be surprised if it's not five road course races uh, i haven't looked they, they're not eligible to run some of them if they're in the playoffs and then if they're part of the uh the dash for cash or whatever that the xfinity series has there are certain races that cup drivers aren't allowed but he will be in the 10 car in their quote-unquote superstar car uh to no one's surprise to no one's surprise, uh, and I'll be rooting for him. Uh, although uh, the star might be waning a little bit, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I have to, I have to just keep myself uh, tempered because I'm not necessarily enjoying his attitude every once in a while. So I don't know. Now that Jimmy Johnson's back, I think I, I'm off the hook for another driver. I, I could just cheer for Jimmy. 
there you go. Yeah, there, there you it go. is. So maybe, hopefully, hopefully AJ is not a, a um, you know acting like a baby on the days when I have to cheer for him because then I'll be okay. So love you, AJ. All right, let's uh, step away for a second, come back, and then we're going to talk uh, about some bets, shall we? So, but before we do, let's talk about WinBet. It is the official online sportsbook of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, and WinBet is active in a bunch of states. There's tons of ways to win, including live betting and same-game parlays, a.k.a. WinBet's Build Your Own Bet Spoiler Alert tomorrow. Cody and I will do exactly that and give you some of our favorite build-our-own-bets off of WinBet. Because the big game is here, of course, and WinBet has you covered with great promos, odds, payouts. It's all happening right now at WinBet, you ready to play? Sign up today. You're going to get a special offer. Bet $100, get $100. Limited, of course, to state availability. And if you hit the biggest long shot parlay of the week, you're going to get a $1,000 free credit. So much to choose from. All you got to do, head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet so they know that we sent you that sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N. B-E-T. Offer subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be one win or older and present in the state of play through winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. All right. There are plenty of bets to get to now that we are in the home stretch towards the Daytona 500. We got to get one big event out of the way on Sunday something's happening that that is making Daytona not be this Sunday whatever it is I hope it's over so we can get to Daytona quicker <laughs> yes well uh, hopefully the Chiefs will fall I live in Chiefs country and I'm tired of their fans so I hope <laughs> you <really> win <laughs> uh, well like I said we were friends um once this is all over we'll be back to normal again uh but yes so the Daytona 500 obviously uh is we've talked about the the winners the overall winners we've talked a lot about um, some of what we think is going to happen. But now uh, we have books that are starting to give us team wins, head-to-head wins, manufacturer wins, some race props, and all sorts of other fun things to to bet on. So, um, Cody, I, I, we'll just go tab by tab, I suppose, and, and sort of hit on some of what we think and what we like on these. And we'll start, I guess, with the team winning bets. Now they're giving us which team's going to win. Did we get any of that last season, Cody? No, this, this is a new one. I I don't remember at least seeing this one at all last year. Uh, yeah, so the team of the race winner. This is a great option. I love this, especially. I mean, this will be good anywhere, but especially on a super speedway, uh, be even more fun. That's like an F one bet, really. It's because they do the Mercedes yeah. and Red Bull and and Which Ferrari. Constructor will win. Right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you get the manufacturer, but this is a team, and I, I think this is this offers way more value. And as we look at the prices of these, this is. I mean. Listen, so the top, uh, why won't even, uh, let's not even, let's not even delay any further, shall we? The top team on this is Hendrick Motorsports at four to one, right? There are, it already starts off with four plus 400 for the top team. So what that tells me is I'm getting a great stable of drivers at four to one. I mean, come on. That's, I know betting on the winners is fun, but this is going to make you a lot more money. Yeah, well, and you're like, eh, it's four to one, but keep in mind, that's four drivers at four to one. So it could be either Chase Elliott, it could be Kyle Larson, which good luck on a super speedway. It could be William Byron. It could be Alex Bowman. So you've got all four of them. Again, we talk about on the super speedways, right? That these are the ones where you really got to just count it as a loss before you go in. And if you win anything, be happy about it. Uh, but this gets you the thing, right? There's a big wreck. Oh, there goes William Byron. Oh, there goes Chase Elliott. Oh, there goes Kyle Larson, all caught up in this big wreck. Alex Bowman's still out there, and you still have a bet that's alive, right? And that's one bet that gives you coverage with four different guys and helps get you there. Um, so, yeah, this, this these are great options, and I'm excited that we have these. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's fantastic. And, look, unit management is up to you, obviously, but, like, I mean – there's nothing really stopping you from throwing a little something on on all of these teams and have yourself covered because as the longer odds start to get down, I'll just go over the, the rest of them, right? So there's Hendrick at, at 4-1, to one, Penske at plus 500, uh, Joe Gibbs at plus 600, Stuart Haas at plus 800, 23-11 at 10-1, Childress at 11-1, Trackhouse at 11-1, RFK at 12-1, to one, 
calling it 16 to 1. There is a a uh, any other team catch all, and that's uh, at plus 450. But listen, I know there's a lot of listings down there. But what what if Chastain wins at eleven to one? That covers every single bet that you just made. If it's like a quarter unit, you know, eighth of a unit or whatever, that track house racing one wins, covers all the little ones that you place to 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 hedge. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I think really, just uh, when you're going through these, like just decide who do you think is going to win or who are a couple of drivers. And so I mean, looking at it. You can go Hendrick at the top, right? Four to one. You get Chase Elliott. He's really good on super speedways. You get William Byron. He's pretty good. He's won at Daytona before. Kyle Larson, again, I, in my opinion, he's way overrated on super speedways. It sucks most of the time, honestly. Alex Bowman is, is so-so. Um, but then you go to, like, Team Penske, plus 500. They won last year, right, with with uh, Austin Sendrick. Ryan Blaney was right there. The year before, Michael McDowell won. But going into turn three on the last lap, it was Joey Logano and Brad Keselowski, Team Penske cars, first and second. And they're always a team that's up there. Blaney's one of the best super speedway racers. Cindric's already proved he could win. Joey's won Daytona 500s before, so that's giving you coverage. You go over to Joe Gibbs Racing, Ty Gibbs, eh, Truex, nah, on super <laughs> speedways. He's, he's kind of a – I know we talked him up after last week, and we'll get back into that, not on super speedways, but – He's not a great super speedway racer, but you do get um, Denny Hamlin, who's won three Daytona 500s, right? He's a one of the best plate. I think he's got, does he have like seven or eight plate track wins? I mean, he's he's a very good plate track driver. Uh, and then you got Christopher Bell, who's okay as well. Um, and so, yeah, you just kind of got to go through each of these and make your case. You go down to RFK at 12 to 1. They won both of the dual races last year, so they're fast, right? Now it's only a two-car team, so... It, you don't get the four car coverage with the others, but you're getting better odds. Keselowski, excuse me, Keselowski, one of the best super speedway guys, right? He's won at Talladega. Like the only people who have won more than him at Talladega is Dale Earnhardt and Dale Earnhardt Jr. Like that's how good he is at Talladega. The success hasn't quite been there at Daytona, but he was one of the fastest cars last year. He just got too aggressive, ended up flipping Harrison Burton early in the 500. Um, and then you, you know, Richard Childress. You have Austin Dillon, who's won the Daytona 500 before. He's won at Daytona last time we were there. Kyle Busch, who I think is going to win this race anyways. I love this. So that gives you, if you want to bet Kyle Busch, still you can at 20 to 1 or whatever he was at. But now you get coverage with Austin Dillon and Kyle Busch still in an additional 11 to 1. Double up. Um, so I think that there's great value to be found. And really, I think any of these teams listed, including any other team, at plus 450, that gives you coverage on the rest of the field. So any of the teams that aren't listed, when Corey LaJoy wins it, and we've seen, <laughs> Rod's laughing at me, uh, but that includes Noah Gragson, that includes Eric Jones, that includes Jimmy Johnson if he makes it, that includes Travis Pastrana, maybe that's not a great case, but <laughs> there's other guys that this includes. Um, oh, wait, Pastrana would actually be included in the 2311 because he is entering a car for them. But, um, but there's plenty of other guys, and that kind of gives you coverage over everyone else and some Eric Jones almost won. Uh, was it Talladega? I think he was finished second maybe um, and did well on plate tracks last year. Gregson's been great on plates in the Xfinity series. So you can make a case for any of these. And I don't think any of them is a bad bet. You just have to go through and decide which one you like the best and which, which combination of teammates maybe gives you a stronger chance. I, honestly, I think somebody at RF like RFK at 12 to one, offers more value than than Hendrick at four to one because you're still really getting it, it does give you the coverage on four guys obviously with the Hendrick thing but two of the guys there are better guys whereas both guys at RFK are good at plates so you just you got to figure out where you want to balance it but I, I think that you can't go wrong betting on any of these honestly yeah it's so much fun I, and I, I probably this is probably not going to happen every single week I mean this is probably just a Daytona special but uh, I'd I like to see it happen every week I mean, look, every week you got, maybe you don't go as, although, I mean, most of these cars, most of these teams have guys who could win every week. Like, yeah. you go to Auto Club next, right? A Hender car obviously could win. Uh, a Gibbs car could win. A Penske car could win. A Stuart Haas car could win. Childress 2311's got Tyler Reddick now. Richard Childress has Kyle Busch now. Trackhouse has Chastain still. RFK, maybe you're falling off there. And Colleague, maybe you're falling off there. But those guys could still win, right? 
uh, and even a track like Bristol, we saw RFK win there. Uh, you go to the road courses again, any of these guys, any of these teams have guys that could do it. So I hope this is one that they continue to offer us because I think that, and we'll see how it progresses throughout the year and, and where they go, but you might really be able to start finding value later on in the season on, on more of a sleeper type of pick at a track. If you are getting an RFK at, at 30 to one somewhere and you think that one of those guys can go get it done um, or something like that. Yeah, and I don't. I'm not necessarily. I don't think those odds will stay as long as uh, as they are here. They'll probably tighten up just a little bit. But yeah, again, just as far as variety, I mean that this is a, a this is a fantastic variety bet that they're finally giving us. So please, books continue to do it. I know you listen to us already uh, because you've given us more odds. So just continue to do this for us because, uh, as you may notice, as you bookmakers may notice, this uh, this this space is starting to grow. And there are more and more voices uh, chiming in. And so if you're going to strike while the iron's hot, keep striking because you're starting to attract the type of business that you want. So just just saying. Um, all right. So that's uh, that's the we'll, – and, in fact, when we give the our bets, I'm sure that may actually include uh, some of these as well. But uh, let's yeah. move to some of the manufacturer. I said yeah, tab and, by And tab. again, too, just if you are new or if you're regular, you kind of already know. But we will have a show next week where we give out what we're going to play on the weekend and, you know, cut it down to a set amount of bets. This We're just kind of walking through this now. And if you're looking to get an early early lean, early advantage, kind of trying to point out where which ones we like, where we maybe see some value. Again, we didn't point out any one specific there because – I think they're all valuable, but as we get into some of these other ones, there are going to be some pretty, pretty lopsided or or maybe things we really like a lot. So, uh, but definitely come back next week when when we give out our our official card. Yeah, we're just kind of bringing them all to light to you now because that's what we like to do. Especially when they drop, we like to give our early reactions. That way, you guys can jump in if you hear any value that you like. Because listen, as much as we like to to say, if this is your first time listening. You hardcore folks out there, you know, you already know. And so if we say something that, that uh, jumps at you and, and you want to jump on it now, we don't got to tell you twice. You're already on it. You're probably already there now, so I don't even got to tell you anymore. Um, but let's go to the manufacturer bets. I know I said tab by tab, but we'll get to the head-to-heads after <laughs> the second break. That's that's going to be the long one. But um, So under this manufacturer, you get manufacturer of winning car. And then, of course, as always, you get the top in each manufacturer, top driver in each manufacturer so, um, I mean, what I'm a little surprised of, Cody, they, so they give us a team wins, right? They give us, well, first of all, the Speedway pricing for the winners are all starting at like 11 to 1 and, and up from there, right? Then the team wins start at about 4 to 1. <laughs> Manufacturers, eh, not quite so generous in this issue where Chevy's the top manufacturer at plus 115, Ford at plus 155, Toyota, which I'm a little surprised at, jumps out at plus 325 initially here so obviously the book's not necessarily willing to be as generous with the manufacturer of the winning car but uh you know still the the fact that the fact that toyota cody this is my initial thought is the fact that toyota is at plus 325 now i think with the departure of kyle bush right that that sort of took a hit right off the bat but i mean what do you make of of just the numbers in general for this manufacturing yeah so you go back over the last what is it? 12, 12, 11 races, something. And it's like four, four and three, like they, the manufacturers have split it up very well. I don't have it right in front of me, but I know that it's very close with, um, I'll tell you with having do what I'll tell you. I got it sitting right in front okay. of me. You got so, it. Rod's got it. He's so got, he's she- got the numbers for me. I'm just saying Chevy <laughs> won last year, Ford won three before that. Uh, this is all, this is not Daytona 500. This is just Daytona in general. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Chevy won, Ford won three Daytonas. Chevy won the one before that. Toyota actually won the Daytona 500 with Denny Hamlin in 2020. Um, uh, let's just pick the Daytona 500. I don't want to confuse anybody. Um, so Ford obviously won in 2022. And then it was Ford in 2021. It was Toyota in 2020. It was Toyota in, tw- in 2019. And then it was Chevy in 2018. And Ford before yeah. that. They're there in your last five years. It's two, two, and one. And the one is the Chevy at, at one fifteen, right? Plus one fifteen, right? And so I think that for this, this is kind of tougher. 
it, it does give you a lot of coverage, right? That, how many Chevys are in the field for the Daytona 500? It's oh. a lot. <laughs> and there's a lot of Fords. I, I, if I was going to take Ford or Chevy, I think I would take Ford at plus 155. They've done it more recently. I think they have more of the talented um, plate track guy than Chevy does, although Chevy's got the Austin Dillons, the Chase Elliott's, uh, William Byron's, who have all done it on Daytona, and, and some other guys that are very good at it as well. But Toyota, like you said, jumps out. Now there's only six guys guaranteed into the field, of course, possibly Pastrana. I don't know if any of the other open cars are Toyotas. I don't think so, unless Hesburg or uh, – uh, I don't think and even the the Money Mayweather team, I don't think is a Toyota either. So likely you're going to have six, potentially seven Toyotas in the field. But at plus 325, you have Bubba Wallace, arguably one of the best super speedway guys in the field right now, right? Not even arguably, he is one of the best for sure. There's no question about that. Denny Hamlin, who's won three super speedway or three Daytona 500s before, one on a ton of super speedways. He's generally always good. He has the, the best knack. If you watch the race and all of a sudden Denny Hamlin pulls up out of the draft and just falls to the back, there will be a wreck within five laps. Like he knows when it's coming, knows how to get out of the way, and he is so good at working in the draft, feeling the air like Dale Earnhardt did, right? So you have that. Tyler Reddick, not a shabby super speedway guy himself. Um, and then you go over uh, Ty Gibbs again. He did okay in Xfinity. I think he won a couple of them, so you could give him that. Truex is not great at it. Christopher Bell, so-so, but still between the, really between Denny and, and Bubba, you're getting pretty good, very good guys on the, the stuff, but you also have the other four that can cover you in case they win one, and and they're all capable of winning a Daytona 500, um, so I think that that is the best value at plus 325. Again, you can make a case for any of them. It's just, it's something else to give you insurance on if the you know if you only bet two guys or even if you bet four or six guys to win and they all get taken out in a big crash, it still gives you the insurance of having a bet that's alive, having something to root for, and you will see the manufacturers work together. And there will be times, and especially this year, it's going to be really fun with the choose cone now at Daytona. We're going to see manufacturers work together where they line up, or you'll have guys trying to slip in and break up lines and stuff. But I mean. If it gets to the point where you've got, you know, the top eight is four Chevys and four Fords, you could see four Chevys on the bottom, four Fords on the top, and these teams trying to work together. So it's going to be really exciting. Um, and so, again, I think you, you a case can be made for all of them. But like you said, Toyota definitely jumps out as as the most value just because you're getting a good number. And it's still it's giving you coverage on on six capable guys with two great plate racers in there. And, and really what it boils down to, and, and we've said this time and time again, if you're not somebody that enjoys just betting the winner, uh, obviously, because, I mean, that was the misnomer about betting on NASCAR anyways, was it's, oh, well, you just bet on the winner, right? And then hopefully you win. Well, no, because they've given us so much now to be able to choose from that you don't even have to just, you don't even have to bet on the winner if you don't want to week to week. You can just try to make your money betting on some of these, these smaller things and, and sort of, you know, yeah, it's fun to hit a winner. It's absolutely fun to hit a winner. We've hit winners before, and it's been a blast. But it's not always a, a profitable thing to try to just bank on you hitting the winner week after week. Go after some of these manufacturers. Go after some of these head-to-heads. Go after the props that make sense and that are a little more of a sure thing than going out and be the winner of a NASCAR race. Because as, as you and I both know, as many winners as there was last year, that's not always a guarantee. Well, and we already proved we've had one race this season, and we've already proved it to you, right? We didn't hit the winner, but we hit a fourteen to one bet because we did our research. We knew that Priest was going to be a good Ford, and he had that chance. And that's it. As you find those other things in there, you could have doubled up, right? We could have hit the winner, and we could have hit the top Ford with Priest even finishing back in seventh. And we've had it last year where we had Kevin Harvick as a top Ford was like plus four, plus five, something like that, uh, or just that was Ford to win the race, right? And then you also had Kevin Harvick at 20 to one or whatever you gave him out at. So you double dipped on that again. But yeah, this is where you're going to make, there's going to be fun, big, big winner bets. And that's, it's always fun to hit the winner, right? Of course you want to do that. And we had plenty of success last year, hit a 40 to one, some 25 to ones. I mean, all that stuff. And those are going to be the ones you really remember, but where you make your hay, is the head-to-head matchups, is these manufacturer props, and everything else in between. That's where you 
you build up the bankroll and keep in the green and then the nice, you know, big bets to win or whatever size bets to win are are the, the icing on the cake, right? Yeah, but you OGs already know that. We don't have to tell you twice. You exactly. guys you guys already know the deal. Uh, all right, so just really quickly, we'll kind of go over the, the scenario for all of these uh, individual manufacturers where Toyota... Listen up right here. This, yeah. this is where you're going to make your money on the Daytona 500 is these bets right here. Exactly. So to top, the Toyotas are listed as such. Denny Hamlin, the favorite to win and to be the top, I'm not win, but to be the top Toyota, he's at plus 200. Bubba Wallace, plus 350. Tyler Reddick, plus 450. Christopher Bell, plus 600. Martin Truex, plus 600. Ty Gibbs, plus 750. Um, you know, it's not really surprising. Don't, don't forget about the 35 to 1, Rod. Oh, is there a th- view all? Holy Travis cow. Pastrana. <laughs> That's right. So I had to click on view all. I, w- I was stopped right there. Yeah, you're right. Travis kind of hidden down there on the bottom. But. Travis Pastrana, top Toyota, 35 to 1. Uh, that's why he was hidden. <laughs> I don't know that anybody. But honestly, gonna... like just a partial little, little tiny sprinkle on that because he makes the race and then four of these other guys get caught up in a wreck and he beats the one other Toyota that's out there and you hit a 35 to one, like there's a plenty solid enough argument to be made that that is statistically going to be a good bet because there is so much chaos and so much carnage and you can't control who makes it through there. Yes, Denny Hamlin and Bubba Wallace are the best two Toyotas on super speedways. Nobody's going to argue that. But if they do get caught up in that wreck and Pastrana squeaks through or he ends up falling four laps down and he's just kind of running by himself, misses the big one and 30 cars get in it. And here comes Travis Pastrana four laps down as the top Toyota because he's the only one left in the race. You know, we've seen it. It's happened so many times on super speedways. Uh, and again, I don't, you're, I don't think you're going to be able to parlay top tens because that guy really worked the system last year and won the million dollars on the very small bet. But the top tens, the top manufacturers, these are the ones where you're going to make your money because there is going to be races like Talladega where we saw in the fall, it didn't happen. There never was the big one, and it just kind of everything ended up chalky. That doesn't happen very often at super speedways. Of the five, six we had last year, that was the one of them that it did that it happened in. Daytona 500, people want to win. It's going to get hairy. It's the first race of the season. Everybody's working out the kinks. There's going to be chaos. And honestly, we want there to be chaos. The way we're going to bet, the way we're going to build fantasy lineups on this, you you need chaos to happen. And that's how you cash these things. Yeah, there's between these, the top three bets. Oh, man. Oh, man, Rod. I'm again going to this expecting to lose it all, right? But. But betting on super speedways is actually my favorite style of track to bet on because there is so much possibilities to hit so many good things. And again, you sprinkle a bunch of these long shots out there and all you have to do is hit one and it covers the rest of them. And, and so I love when we go to super speedways. It's, it's my favorite style to bet on, even though it's so much less in control and and right and you're just leaving it to fate. But but that's what makes it even more exciting, I guess. Well, but the odds are never longer than they are on a super right. speedway, obviously. So you're right. There's more potential to profit on it. And so it does make it fun. Um, and, and I'm going to clip that clip out, though, because when Travis Pastrana actually does finish as the top Toyota, because, listen, Cody, you, guys, you know when you listen, Cody's Cody's fire, dude. Cody always gives the, the fantastic fire picks. Um, so I'm going to clip that out and play it back when that happens. Um, I'm not we'll gonna, see. I don't know that he'll make the race, which if you bet it now and he doesn't make the race, you likely would get refunded anyway. Oh, sure. yeah, Check I'm, the rules. We always say that. <laughs> Kramer had a funny point on the on the main SGP show the other day. He was saying, we always all, all say, check the rules on all these special fancy props. And nobody ever checks the rules until it comes down to, wait a minute, did, was that in the rules or not? And that's when you look. But, oh, well, check the rules. We're telling you, right? <laughs> telling you now before you get into hairy, hairy situations. Um. Listen, because there's so many freaking cars on the next two manufacturers, I'm just going to really just say uh, the top to top dogs in each of them. Uh, Blaney comes in at plus 450 for the top Ford. Logano at plus 500. Um, and then followed by Kozlowski at 7-1 to one and Austin Sindrick at 7.5-1. to one. Um, Any other notables on this list for you as far as value concerned uh, yeah, in the top Ford? I'm looking up one statistic here. Cody Ware finished sixth place at Daytona in the fall race. Again, 
mass chaos. We had the rain wreck, right? He survived. He ends up finishing six. I don't care how the hell he got there. He is 150 to one. Is that right? Am I reading that yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Plus 15,000. 151 to be the top Ford. That He doesn't have to win the race. He could finish 10th. He could finish 12th and be the top 150 to one. Are you, he finished sixth the last time we were at this track. Are you kidding me? This There is... Yes, I'm telling you to go bet on Cody Ware, and but at a super speedway, you can do it. You can get away with it, and this is where you make your money. So 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, 14. There's going to be 16 Fords, according to this list, in the show, and Zane Smith is not guaranteed in. Riley Herbst is not guaranteed. No, Riley Herbst is because he's in the 15. So one of them, potentially, Zane Smith is not. But, dude, there is so much value at the bottom of this board. Cody Ware. 100 yeah what did i say it's 150 to 1 150 to 1 bj mcleod 150 to 1 bet on both of them riley herps i'm telling you to bet on riley herps again 70 to 1 go bet i would sprinkle all these guys at the bottom zane smith 50 to 1 we've seen him do it in the trucks he can race on super speedways he's gonna be in a decent car todd gillen 40 to 1 who's more pissed off than todd gillen he just lost his chance at a full-time ride like he just got it stolen from him and he's a good super speedway guy. He's done well before. Even it, it kind of gets smaller from there up. But those bottom five guys, even Harrison Burton, 25 to 1. Harrison looked really, really good in the Daytona 500 last year until he got bumped by Brad in the lead, I think he was. Ended up being the first guy to flip the next-gen car, right? We all got to see the bottom of the car and its flatness. It was crazy. But he had a good run. He was a rookie. Now he's got a year under his belt, right? 25 to 1, you go bet those six guys at 25 to 1 or higher, and they only have to beat 10 other guys. And again, those guys get caught up in wrecks, or they get damage, or they lose a tire, or any number of other things happens to them, and you're going to be cashing these. I, I cannot believe. Go bet these before they're not this. They I don't know if they'll still be this next week because it's crazy. Cody to wear 150 to 1 top forward. I love it. I, I am going to smash that. I, I can't believe they're even offering it. I but And again, towards the top of the board, you can make a case, right? Austin Sindrick won it last year. Kevin Harvick, 9-1. to one, That's juicy. McDowell's won the 500 before. He's always good at play tracks, 11-1. to one. Go sprinkle a couple of those as well, but get in on the big, heavy underdogs. I've made so much money over the years just doing this with top threes, top fives, top manufacturers, all the way at the bottom of the board. I start at the bottom and bet my way up until I get to the point where it's not worth it anymore. And one of those guys is going to survive. He's just going to make it through the chaos and be there at the end for you. And you are going to be so happy. I can't wait to see the Discord blow up when you just tell everybody to bet on Cody Ware. The world is going to implode because everybody knows Cody's stance on Cody Ware and <laughs> Ware Racing. Because it's I, I do love Cody Ware. The, the equipment is just not... Where it should. He's got a great name, right? First of all. Oh, sure. Absolutely. Great name. Amazing name. Yeah. Best name out there. But <laughs> <laughs> maybe not. But that, that might be going a little too far. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have done that. Oh, <laughs> but no, I love Cody Ware on a super speedway. Yes. Give it to me. Uh, all right. Well, we'll give it to him. Uh, keep an eye out, though. I, I, we'll go. We'll revisit these odds when, when we come back for our actual betting show next week. Uh, top Chevy's kind of sprinkled in by the the way we expect him to. It's the same thing. Yep. Here, yeah. Chase Elliott and, plus 650, Kyle Larson plus 750, Kyle Busch now in that list plus 850, Byron plus 850, Chastain plus 850. So, yeah, I mean the the normal the normal names are there. Jimmy Johnson 18 to 1, my friends. Um shorter odds than I thought. <laughs> yeah, well, I was going to say shorter odds than I thought it would be for Jimmy Johnson, but hell, I mean, seven-time champ, I guess you can't really put him at 150 to 1, can you? Yeah, and you, the odds aren't as great at the bottom of this. You can go to it. You get Connor Daly, 150 to 1. Again, it's worth a sprinkle. I, this doesn't excite me like Cody Ware excites me. But uh, <laughs> but I still, it, it would be okay to place. But Ty Dillon, 66 to 1. He's a fine plate racer. He's done okay in the past. That is, that's great. Corey LaJoy, 35 to 1. You know I love that. He doesn't even have to win the race. When he wins the race and it's 150 to 1 on top of this, it's going to be great. But all he has to do is be the top Chevy. We know he's always in the mix at the super speedways. Austin Hill won like every super speedway race in the Xfinity series last year. Not really, but he won multiple of them, including Daytona in the spring. 
35 to one, going to hit that. Chandler Smith, 22 to one. You could, I guess, but Noah Gregson, 22 to one. Yes, please. I'll take that. Justin Haley, 18 to one. Yes, please. I'll take that. Eric Jones, 15 to one, even. I'm going to take all those guys. So Ty Dillon, Corey LaJoy, Austin Hill, Gregson, Haley, and Jones. Those six guys, 15 to one or longer odds. Going to put a little bit, you know, just take, treat it like a first touchdown, right? You split it up four ways, six ways, however you want to do it. Put it on all those guys. And if one of them hits, it's going to cover that. It's going to cover other things as well. So much value at the bottom of these boards. I can't stress that enough. That's where you're going to get your, your big, your big stuff. And even if you want to go up to the top, you know, an Austin Dillon at 13 to one, even a Chase Elliott at plus 650, don't bet Kyle Larson at plus 750. I'll take, I'll book that for you. Just don't waste your money. <laughs> but there's, there's even value up there in those guys. Obviously, you just need a lot more to go their way. They need less luck. Well, they need the same amount of luck, I guess, as the guys in the back, honestly, because they got to avoid the chaos all day. So, but yeah, bottom of this list again, that's where you're going to make your money. But don't forget to go back, Cody, where 150 to one, because I, man, I'm not, I'm, I'm about to drive to Iowa tonight and place this bet. Cody treats uh, Cody treats betting on super speedways like a kid that just got sent into Toys R Us and was like, "Go pick anything in the store and fill up." I as go many straight cards. to the highest price tag. So I was like, <laughs> "I want this and this and this and oh, don't forget this." Ooh, Legos. Uh, yeah, that's that's Cody's betting strategy. I love it. Um, all right, listen, we got to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to get to some more of these bets. Cody, I think we're just going to set all the head-to-heads for tomorrow. We'll give ourselves something to talk about tomorrow. There's a lot there. There's a ton of head-to-heads. There's a lot of head-to-heads. And, and so, yeah, I think give us give us a little more time to talk about that. Yeah, so we'll just hit up some of these other bets, uh, including some of the places and some of the uh, props, the generic props out there. When we come back from the break, but let's tell you right now about Big Game Bingo. Make sure to sign up on the SGPN app. Get your own big game bingo card. It's full of all your favorite big game prop bets. If you get a bingo, you'll win a $57 SGPN gift card. Only catches, you got to be subscribed to the Sports Gambling Podcast and the NFL Gambling Podcast on YouTube in order to win. Also, the SGPN 57 Bets Challenge. In honor of the big game, SGPN is hosting a prop bet contest. Make your picks for 57 different prop bets. The winner is going to get $570 in cash and a $570 gift card to the SGPN store. All of our contests free to play and exclusively on the SGPN app. All right, Cody, let's move on to some of these other race props that they got going on. These are a little more standard. They do, they're offered uh, pretty much every race. So uh, not too exciting and yet still exciting at the same time. They are of course the car number of the winning race, the car number uh, of the race winner. Um, That's, that's the same thing, isn't it? That's, crazy and then any driver to win both stage one and well two. the first one is, is oh that's right thing and then the other one's just a yeah, over unders oh rod reed shall you <laughs> uh yeah it so, is it is actually the same thing it's just bet different ways <laughs> exactly uh so the car number of uh, the car number of the race winner to be either even or odd um this is uh eh, i mean i mean this is like a heads tails coin toss right it really you just got to take the lower number i guess i mean you yeah. look through the odds you got well and so the odds on those i interrupted you so i'll give it out but minus 106 on odd uh in minus 121 on even so they're not even giving you any plus juice Mm -hmm. again this keeps you entertained throughout the whole race right there's going to be even an odd cars at the end most likely that'd be pretty crazy if there wasn't but you look through the top of the list right you got an odd car an even car odd odd even 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 odd even odd even odd like it's 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 literally pretty even in the odds (laughs) um as you go through the list right so again this is to me is is if you're betting heads or tails on the super bowl and you're getting one of them at a better option i you just take if you're gonna place this you you take the odd because it's just the better odds at minus 106 but i don't necessarily love either one of these or i don't really I don't see an advantage. I mean, I guess I, I did. I did dig into the coin toss a little bit for one of my articles uh, on the Super Bowl. 
I could go back and, and dig through past Daytona 500 winners and see if see if one side of the coin has weighted more than the other. Maybe um, heads heads has been a little hot in the Super Bowl lately. Maybe maybe we go back and find that uh, it's it's even even number has won the last two years with uh, with Cindric and, and McDowell, but then Denny and his odd number won a, a couple before that. So I don't know that there's really a, a an edge either way. Other than you're getting odd at minus 106, and so. It's the better price. It's literally the the coin toss price, basically. <laughs> yeah. I again, I, this isn't one that I always get excited about, even re- seeing what it is, because uh, unless it's a, a race in which I know somebody has got a, a clear advantage, then I'll probably head over to the odd even bet. But for Daytona 500, when it's already a gigantic coin flip, like I don't need another flip on top of another flip. Like I, yeah. I don't need all these flips. Well, and I and I would rather take that whatever small bit i would put on that and, and throw it on another just extra on cody Ware. <laughs> i was gonna that, say put it all on cody Ware. yeah that's that's my betting advice today cody Ware 150 to one just to be the top 40 doesn't even have to be you have to win the race okay uh, i still i look i'm i'm okay with that i just still feel like it's it's yeah i you have more aversion to risk than i do for sure that's that's the way everybody's laughing right now no laughing when i celebrate 150 to one in two weeks in one year of knowing you my friend i have learned not to (laughs) laugh at you well it's been longer than a year but i've learned not to laugh at you because you can and you can laugh at it because i'm laughing at it too because it's funny but the fact is you don't bet that at the coliseum right he's he's not going to be there you don't bet that anywhere else you just bet it on super speedways because there is that chance. And he, ju- he just finished sixth place at Daytona last time we were there. That's all the proof you need. I could go back and find other times he's run well as well. And you go back and you find all these different examples of Lane and Castle finishing up top and other guys in subpar rides that just avoid the chaos. They're still there at the end. And, and sometimes at the end of these races, more so the last Daytona race because it was so chaotic. But again, that could happen again, right? Sometimes you only have eight to 10 cars actually running up front with any chance at anything at the end of this. And again, Cody, Ware happened to be one of those guys the last time they did it. So 150 to one, is just, it's crazy. <laughs> Cody's going to sleep tonight. Actually, he's not going to sleep tonight. I'm not going to sleep tonight. I'm, running, I'm going across state lines to bet on this. I was going to say, uh, he's just going to go tell his wife. All right, listen, honey, I'll be back tomorrow Taking morning. A road trip. Uh- <laughs> right now I'm off to Iowa. Uh, all right, so the the car number of the race winner, they actually break it out by number, uh, where they've got 15.5 as the first subset. Uh, obviously, the over-under on both of those. The under here is actually the, the less juice. That's minus 113. The over is at minus 115. Again, so. again, we decided this was so close, but not quite close, <laughs> close enough to make it the same on either side. we got to leave that. That zero two off of there. That little wiggle room, <laughs> right? I mean, it's and so you you know, fifteen is is actually a pretty crazy threshold in that it, it kind of separates the obviously the the Hendrick cars into two camps, obviously. So you got the nine and the five down underneath, and then of course the twenty four and the forty eight up top. And then you get like the the Childress guys where the eight is there and the three is there. That's both under fifteen and a half. So you know, and then of course the Gibbs guys kind of splits in half as well. Where Hamlin, well, not even half, right? Because it's it's all now it's three to one. Hamlin's the only one at under. Right. Only one under now, yeah. And everybody else. Well, is and over. would have been even with the eighteen, but yeah. So it's crazy. I mean, e- either side of these, again, yeah, again, flip a coin and pick one. That's really all you're gonna get. It's it's not much more to it than that. I mean, if you want to go to the top of the list, you look at one, two, three. The top four guys are all underneath the number. Then you got Joey above it. Then you got Kyle Busch under it. Byron's over it. Chastain's under it. Brad's under. Bubba's over. So a little bit heavy at the top of the odds board to the under, but not enough. And it's not. And again, in a race where anybody can win, it's it really it is a coin flip. These just aren't these. This bet doesn't exist. Now and and if I was to do any sort of under on a number, I, I like the under ten and a half at plus one seventy one because it's the only one at plus money. First of all, and, well or uh, over twenty two and a half. Well, yeah, it. but I mean under right. under ten and a half. If I'm going to do an under, right. uh, I'm going to do under ten and right. a half because that gives me uh, pretty good coverage with, like you said, Chastain. Even Cindric is in there. Dylan uh, Harvick yeah. is is up in there. And then Larson. And honestly, you could bet under ten and a half at plus one seventy one. You could bet over twenty two and a half at plus 164 and then hope nobody from 11 to 22 wins the race which 
there's a few guys in there, obviously, but that opens you up to more of the field. But again, I, I just not something I really want to mess with. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not even interested in this either. Like you said, over 22 and a half. That's that's at plus 164. Under 22 and a half is at minus uh, 220. So no no interest in any of those, especially with all of the other fantastic plus odds you get at the Daytona 500. Um, like Cody Ware, 151. <laughs> The running theme of the night. Um, I'm going to sleep tonight, and I'm actually going to be dreaming Cody Ware, and I'm not going to like it. So uh, I'll, I'll tell you tomorrow morning, Cody, how how not good of a, sleep I got. got. A beautiful purple car. 51 looks nice on there. I like it. All right, fine. I'll I'll go to <laughs> Reno, and I'll bet this. There you uh, go. <laughs> all right, so any driver to win both stage one and stage two. Uh, the yes is at plus 750. The no is at minus two thousand. So you only pay the juice if you lose. If you whatever, yeah, you only pay the juice if you lose, Rod. Yeah, well, this no. juice is no. not something. I mean, I mean, no. listen, the odds of the odds of that happening, obviously, we've seen. We see right. it's at it's a minus two thousand. So, but it's gonna happen. I don't know how much you want to risk to win, but yeah, um, but I mean, honestly, I, I would throw some on. Yes, a little bit. It's plus seven fifty. You're getting good odds. It's very unlikely to happen. Obviously, the the lead changes hands 47 times a lap basically but you back to like atlanta and i think chase elliott swept all three stages there so it can be done if you get somebody that's playing the pied piper all day they're out front they're shifting back and forth with lines things don't get too crazy at some of the end of these stages he could easily snag anybody whoever it is could easily snag the first stage snag the second stage then they're in the mix to win it and if they happen to win it you hit a plus 750 on top of it so Worth a small bet. I wouldn't go crazy on it because it is unlikely, obviously, based on the odds. But there is still a, a decent enough possibility that could happen. And I, I will have to go back and look at the Chase Elliott Atlanta. But I'm pretty sure the second Atlanta race, he won both stages and then won the race as well. So that would have cashed this. That's a recent example from just last year and of the small six su super speedway races we had. So it's possible. And we've seen some guys get up there before and just all day they're kind of in that lead pack if it happens to work out and they happen to win both stages and then they're in the show in there at the end it gives you that extra nice plus money chunk you can hit so i would throw a little on that don't bet minus 2000 on no that's that's ridiculous yeah, please don't please don't i'm like again we're talking to savvy <laughs> betters we're not did you see the guy who bet on the chargers in the playoffs they were up what 24 27 points at halftime it was 27 right biggest comeback in playoff history or mm -hmm. whatever and he bet on him he put like what do you put like 1.2 million dollars to win like 10k or something so something crazy odds like this and then i don't remember who they were playing but came back jacksonville it was right? jacksonville yeah. came back and beat him and he lost 1.2 million dollars when he would only his only return would have been 10 so even so even though I do preach the juice thing, sometimes not when it's this juice. Don't that's not that's not what I mean when you say you only pay the juice when you lose because that's just stupid. <laughs> yeah, we're talking like we're talking like kitty juice from a kid's meal. We're not we're not plus, talking plus like fifty plus three hundred. Yeah. You're kind of getting it's juiced, but but it's a pretty sure thing. This is not 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 plus two thousand or yeah. not minus two thousand. We're not telling you to drink a giant big gulp for uh, uh, all of that. So <laughs> yeah, no. Um, all right, listen, so there are top three, top tens, but we'll get to those tomorrow along with the head-to-heads. I feel like this is a good stopping point uh, yep. after we've already banged in your head and to, to bet Cody where. Um, if you do one thing before you go to bed tonight, I suppose, if you're in a legal betting state uh, where your app will work the second you put down this, this, uh, this show, go run to it, go bet Cody where, uh, and then you know, you'll make Cody happy. And then, of course, jump in the Discord and say, and show your bet slip that yeah you if you have a cody Ware bet slip i want to see it i'll be very happy for you he's also 101 top three so uh you know if you're if you're making the trek across state lines just place both of those tonight <laughs> cody cody's like don't go to sleep tonight just place all your cody Ware bets just, just place all your cody Ware bets oh my god i'm gonna uh, shh, that happens and there will be a show after the daytona 500 as soon as i can get the gear I will have a Cody Ware hat, a Cody Ware shirt. I'll be holding up a Cody Ware die cast. You can mark my words on that. That will happen if he 
if he clears the top four at 150 to one. Listen, if he clears the top four at 150 to one, Monday show is all yours. Like literally, it's just I'm just gonna I'm going to. If I hit anything over 100 to one this season, I might go full out. I'm gonna be decked out in that driver's gear as quickly as I can get it. That's amazing. I can't wait for that. And then, of course, we're going video pretty soon, so they'll be able to see that beautiful yeah. gear. Maybe I should. Should I order my Corey LaJoy stuff now so I have it to wear right after the Daytona 500 win? I'm just saying. Probably should. I mean, can you? Yeah. You got you to get it rush delivery. That's all there is to it. That's Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to have to pay a little extra, which I'll be able to because I just hit 101. So <laughs> that works. <laughs> Uh, I love it. All right, Cody. Well, like I said, we'll we'll put a pin in tonight, come back tomorrow, and then we're going to talk uh, top threes, top tens, head to heads, and then we'll kind of we'll we'll build our Super Bowl yeah, build, crossover. Build your own uh, Super Bowl crossover bets since the books don't want to give us any. Whatever, we'll make our own, damn it. We'll pave our own path in this world as we've always done in the betting community. So, all right, before we get going for the night. Before Cody starts his car, fills up his tank, and goes over to Iowa to start placing his bets, let everybody know where they can find you on social media. Find me on Twitter, at Husker underscore Zeeb. Check out all my articles over there. i got a couple things out for the Super Bowl. Um, so, yeah, definitely definitely give those a look before Sunday and uh, and get all your bets placed. And good luck, go Eagles. Uh, man, back, back for a fifth show again this week. Tomorrow, I'm excited. We got more odds to talk about. Can't can't get it any better than that, Rob. I don't think the bosses understood what they were doing when they let us do this for five nights a week. I don't I don't think they knew what they were getting into. I, I don't think when he when that suggestion came up, he maybe actually took it so seriously, but here we are. What did I tell? I told him in the meeting, I said, we're going to make this show anyways. It's up to you whether or not you want to host it because we'll do it, man. We'll do it. We'll bootleg we this are. damn show. I don't care. Anyways. <laughs> Follow me on Twitter at Gomez. It's a link in the body. Everything I got going on, whether it's here, whether it's sports movie review, whether it's in between media, the back roads live out there right now in the world. So make sure to go check it out. Of course, get in the discord. It's sg.pn slash discord. Show Cody all of your Cody wear betting slips. Of course, uh, do that. And then just get in on every, all the action that's happening right now. You guys are having some fun in there. I'm joining you. After a brief hiatus, I'll be back. I, I just put the app on my new phone, so I'll be in there and having some fun. Of course, leave us reviews. It's it's always fun to hear what you guys think. We love it. The bosses and the Google overlords continue to let us play in your play in your sandbox if you leave reviews, so do so, uh, and we love you for it. All right, we'll be back tomorrow. We got more bets to talk about, more fun to break down. It's all coming to you live. Until next time, let's go racing and let it ride.